0: welcome welcome welcome, podcast listeners you are here with your host mr budget pedal chap and it sounds like this week i can intro better yes Uh, i mean it was it was touch and go last time um so you're here with me mr budget pedal chap it is episode number 158 158 yes i knew that you are also here with another co-host the wonderful the enigmatic the mysterious Mr. Matt Quine. Hey, hi,
1: Matt.
2: Hi, Matt. Wahey. What
0: the hell does enigmatic mean? I don't know. Sounds good, though,
2: doesn't it? Exactly. Yeah. Positively. Sounds positive. Indeed. It's mysterious, I, isn't it? It's... I've definitely been called worse.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Many of which, I mean, I could probably repeat them on the podcast. We are not known for our, our family-friendly... Yeah, banter, no, definitely not. No, but I mean, it's friendly
2: to some families. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Adult families with no
0: children. Yeah, or just really rough families. <laughs> um, but hey ho, yeah, probably not the best for, for child's ears. Yeah, All, probably although, not. Although that being said, I have listened to the podcast in the car a couple of times. Uh, for quality purposes, <laughs> um, with a child in the car. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm surprised he doesn't swear like a sailor. Um, but he knows better. He knows, do as daddy says, not as daddy does. There you go. Indeed, taught him well. That's it. Words to live by. Right, we've got a podcast this week. We've got an absolute monster of a podcast. Um, like we discussed before the podcast, before we started. Actually, recording the podcast. Um, yeah, I, I, I actually, um, I actually done some pre, uh, like <laughs> pre research for this. I, I, I put the effort in this this week. You mean you
2: didn't just sit down at your computer half an hour before the podcast started and go, "What are we gonna do today?"
0: The, no, I was, I was on it. Like, this is gonna be weird. We haven't done one of these in a while. Indeed. Yeah, like once every so often, like the moon aligns with with Neptune or something, and then, then I yeah. get a spark of, of uh inspiration and and do some stuff. Um but f- from 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 the fact that we've um we've been rambling already for for a good couple of minutes <laughs> it, it's probably probably going out the window already, isn't it? I'd be fine. What what did spring to mind while I was talking about that, that pre-preparation is the fact that actually I've forgotten to write something on here and I'll do, I'll do this before, uh, before I make a hash of it we've got a new Patreon subscriber oh we have, Mr Brian nice. Gower I know that name you do indeed, and where is he from? <laughs> he's from the Tone Jerks he is indeed from the Tone Jerks oh, he's a ledge um and now one of our one of our patronizers as well. Excellent. Woo woo woo. So oh, shout out to the patronizers. That means we have got Bimson. We have got Yeomans. We have got Christ. We have got uh Richardson. We have got Erection, <laughs> We've got Fletch and now we've got Brian Gower. Uh I mean Thanks. you'll you'll get your you get your proper shout out at the end, but I love, uh, I love new, new Patreon eyes of the day. It's amazing. It is. So yeah, uh, patreon.com slash frettalk If you want to find out some more. You wanna, do you want to get on with the cast now, Matt? Yeah, let's do this casty thingy. Yeah, I reckon formalities are over. Let's uh, Let's get down to the nitty gritty. What have you been up to, Matt? I can't answer this question without pissing people off at this point. <laughs> I mean, you do what you got to do, man. You just go ahead. It
2: just—it sounds like a humble brag, but I've had a couple of gigs.
0: If if that's what you've done, that's what you've done. I mean, and, yeah, starting like, it with—I don't mean to brag, but is—is is not the best way of doing it's, it. It's
2: not, but at the same time, like, yeah, I'm, I'm in a unique position, and it's not a unique position because, like. There's, there's, there are other areas where you sort of can at this point, but um, like we're in this closed bubble, we're still in a closed, closed bubble, yeah, and do whatever we want. So um, I did a, a, a gig with, I'll, I'm gonna call them the old band and the new band just so that I like, I can get it in my head. So I did a gig with the old band, um, which was good fun. It was just kind of like, um. I can't even remember what it was for now. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. Gig gig with those guys. Went through all the old stuff again. The same like the reason I looked for the new band was because we were playing the same same songs over and over again. And don't get yeah. me wrong, I love doing it. The guys are all great. The guys know exactly what they're doing. It we just kind of fall together. We have practiced, but don't particularly need to because like we've been playing together for like I've been playing with the singer and the other guitarist for ten years, the bassist for nine years, and the drummer for seven and a half. So, like, yeah, it' like we've we've been this a, a steady lineup for seven and a half years at this point. So, you... it's all kind of very fall into place and just have a bit of fun.
0: Yeah, you're pretty much sorted there, aren't you? It's it's like a like a, a comfortable blanket of music, isn't it?
2: It is, yeah. Um. So had a had a gig with those guys. Went very well. No no issues with gear or anything. Um. And yeah, it's just just a very kind of nice, happy gig. And then had to practice with the new band in the midweek to get ready for a we- a wedding. So the singer's sister was getting married. Um. And got married last Saturday as we record. Um. And. We were we were playing it. Obviously, it was a very scaled down wedding. Um, they're an Irish family, and I believe the groom's family is also Irish. So it was very scaled down. It wasn't like the traditional like two hundred people wedding, because <laughs> it was just the just the Isle of Man locals. So there was I think forty or forty five something like that kind of in the venue. So it was very scaled down, but it was really good fun. Um, I had to learn a few tracks for it, so um, the first dance was Wonderful Tonight by Eric Clapton, so I had to learn that, which um, is... I, I love Eric Clapton, so I was very happy to do it. It's a very easy song to play, but... Um, yeah, it's not his most taxing, is it? it? It isn't, but at the same time, it is quite a soulful song and it's it's a, it's a nice song to do as a first dance. Yeah. Um, and we kind of, like, spur of the moment, like, on the... Uh, I think we practiced on the Tuesday and the gig was on the Saturday, and we were like... We throw some new songs in, so like had to. (laughs) I was like, I was panicking because they were like, "Oh, we'll do some stone stuff," and I'm like, "Fucking hell, I don't have a guitar in open G and my Variax, I've got an issue with the B string snapping at the bloody saddle every time I string it. So that's in with that's in for repair with a um, a luthier or a guitar set upy guy. I I call him a luthier. I don't think he calls himself that. Yeah, Um, but he's he's having a look at that. So it's like, right, okay, right." Got a Telecaster, haven't I? So that's going in Open G. um So and then they were like, "Oh yeah, we'll do Honky Tonk Woman." That's a that's a fairly easy one. And I looked at it and it's like, "Oh, he doesn't use a pick with this one." Oh, yeah I I don't do not using a pick. This is going to be interesting. But I uh, managed to do it. Like. It, I I'm very basic at it at the moment but enough to kind of get through it like yeah. you 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 learn a few licks in the in the open style and as long as you follow the right pattern around it you're fine and then as things go on I can embellish it in different ways but yeah I I, I it's it's interesting playing an in open G I've uh,
0: I did it for down down and that was it before <laughs> Yeah I mean we we did that as one of the uh one of the like songs per month didn't we we did, and I—I've got to admit, I cheated with that. I—I I used the Variax to to open G.
2: Yeah, so I used to use the Variax, and then obviously, like I say, that was in for things. I was like, right, okay, we'll put the the um the telly into uh, open G. And there's two versions of open G. So yeah, there's the, open G and there's blues G, isn't there? Yeah. So the version that Status Quo use, they repeat the same note with the thickest two strings. So they've got G and G. Yeah. Whereas obviously the stones don't have a lower string because um, Keith not, just I was, I was about it, to say Jagger, it's not Jagger. Yeah, <laughs> Ke- yeah. Keith Keith doesn't use the lower string, but traditionally it's a it's a D. Um, yeah. So I've had it set up with D, and like for the for the um, the status quo number, I'll just rock it up to G. And the re- like I couldn't work out why he did it to start with until I like because the the blues G on the, um, very is, it's got a low D on it. Um, but if you make that a G instead, it yeah. gives almost like a chorus effect because of the fact that I've got off because yeah. I've, I've got compensated saddles. So one of them is slightly not into intonator correct. Mm-hmm. And it just, it gives a proper like chorusy effect that you can hear yeah. on the record that I could never get. But I did like, if you put chorus on, it's too much and I yeah. couldn't work out how to do it before. And then I, just happened to read something online that said oh yeah for for down down it's a g and a g not a g and a D, and yeah like just confusing as hell but yeah works well so i'm, I'm really enjoying open tuning
0: so is are you going in up what like uh two tones to on the tone on the low yeah so like it's it's either down a tone or up a tone and a half oh yeah cuz it is yeah cuz F is uh, <laughs> F's only a semitone yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah. That that's uh, that's pushing the pushing the limits of how far you can tune up I would have thought.
2: It is it's it's very much on the edge like uh, I I ended up at, um so I I took the telecaster in to get it set up. Yeah. Cuz setting up I can sort of do but once I start fucking with tension um and like tunings and like, I just wanted somebody else who actually knows what they're doing to, uh, to, to take a look at it. Yeah, And he was like, right, I'll set it up for D and just literally, if you're going to tune it up, tune it up and tune it back down. He's like, seriously though, put it, put tens on it. Cause I'm a nines player. He's like, yeah. put tens on it because it'll just, it'll, it'll work better. And actually it does feel better under fingers than, yeah. um, when I was doing it just myself. Um, when I was practicing, uh, because the guitar was in for a set I was using the Cabernet, and the nines do feel a little bit loose on the like the lowest strings.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, apart from that, apart from that, low E, a lot of it's going down, isn't it? Yeah, so like the three going strings say the same, G. and
2: three strings go down. Yeah, yeah, a tone. So yeah, like I, w- I, went up to tens in the end, and they, like it does feel better. But like I've started to learn like a load of other. Rolling Stones numbers and a couple of other status quo tracks, just because I've got a guitar now in open G and it's really fun. It's like it's it's all very basic shapes, like yeah. it, it, it. Like the, the the Stones thing, I don't even know what the official like. I think it's like a suspended four with a sixth in it. Is the kind of like the the Keith kind of sound, but you're just making a, a minor seven shape.
0: Oh yeah, 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 on, on and off, and it's just great fun. I mean that that kind of works in standard tuning anyway. Cause it, you, yeah, because it's those three strings. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, you can get some really cool, really cool chord voicings without really having to try. Yeah. <laughs> With yeah, if you want to go for for spicy chords in in open in standard tuning, your fingers kind of have to work for it. Yeah. Yeah. Our uh, our our pal um, Chris Wilson. Posted up a video this week, actually. Oh, he was um, doing Dadgad, wasn't he? He was doing Dadgad, and yeah, it was... Like, oh. doing some some fairly kind of normal shapes and getting some quite oaky, ethereal sounds coming out of it. I mean, yeah. I, I've got more than enough guitars to make that a thing. I could <laughs> I could have a guitar in Open G, um, but I don't know if I'm brave enough.
2: <laughs> well, I like, I'd not thought of it, and then they were like, "Right, we're going to do do this Stones number," and I was like, "Right, well, Stones and yeah, status quo both use the same tune," and I was just like, do you know what? I'll stick the Telecaster. They both use Telecasters. Yeah, I'll stick the Telecaster in that, and yeah, like it's great fun, and like playing on the night, um, I had to kick the Range Master in to kind of because obviously playing for, with a Les Paul for most of it, the the pickups in the the classic vibe are a lot lower output than a. a but yeah. just kick that on, and it's kind of got that up to the same level. Gives it a little bit of extra grit, and it just kind of worked really well. People got up and danced, and it was yeah, like great fun.
0: No, oh, it was definitely because of
2: the Range Master as well. Absolutely, they would they would they'd have stayed on the stayed on there in their seats had it not been for the Range Master. Yeah, Range Masters get booties moving. Absolutely, that needs to be the tagline for all Range Masters.
0: Tell you what, it's gonna be Matt. That's gonna be a title for a podcast, that is, isn't it?
2: <laughs> That's a good shout. <laughs> so yeah, um, so yeah, I've done that, and then this week I've practiced with both bands because
0: I've got gigs coming up with both of them, <laughs> which I can't talk about. That's a much longer, uh, <laughs> much longer title than I usually write down. Sorry, I. I left you, uh, left you <laughs> hanging there for a little while. That's all right. I do apologise. Uh, but yeah, no, that's going to be a banging title. Um, speaking of range masters, yes, range masters. Speaking of range masters, um, in budget pedal chap HQ, BPC HQ, to the, uh, today, I say today, uh, on uh, two days ago, three days ago, something like that. I got, um, in fact, it was longer than that, um because me me and Mr. Yeoman's of chef Turn effects uh we went and did a little we basically we we hired out a rehearsal studio and made noise for a couple of hours because it's a loud camp, yeah um, but Yeomans had recently bought hot coals as we talked about the last time we were talking yeah. um and he brought it along to um to to practice um. And it sounds amazing, of course. I mean it, he was winding uh the the hot coals through his Marshall plexi build. So he's he's like built a plexi head. And that that in and of itself is a is just a glorious toe. Um but he's uh he's graciously let me borrow this uh this hot coals. Um so hopefully uh, by the time that this is released there will be a no talk all tone uh, on the hot coals um i've i've only had a little chance to to try it out. um but i mean it's your standard fare for a range master you turn it on it makes you smile so yeah um yeah it's it, so turn the mean, knob up more and it makes the smile go bigger that's it. it and and it does it it really encourages you to just keep turning it up because the more you turn it up the more grit you get for it uh and with that it just it it just makes things better, um, yeah. and and uh, I've uh, I've spoken about my setup at the moment where I'm doing everything pretty much silently and it's all running through the uh, the HX stomp. Um, with stuff like that, you wouldn't expect to be able to get like natural singing harmonic feedback. Yeah, so
2: like the th- the thing everybody thinks of as a range master is pushing a valve amp to get more of the valve amp. Like yeah. yes, it does colour the sound a bit, but it's more to to push that amp into overdrive and when you think of that you think of the tubes getting hotter and you can't make the tubes in a digital floor unit get hotter. It has to think about that itself and it sounds like it's actually doing that.
0: Well yeah it does. Yeah. i, w- I was holding some uh some massive sustain with this this hot coals. Um because I mean, I, at first I set it to unity, and I was like, "Yeah, this is all right." Um, but then I just kept notching it up and up and up, and then until I, I realised actually, I've I've got this at full back and it's almost <laughs> twice the volume of, uh, of what I uh, what the original <laughs> signal was. Um, so I have a feeling that in in the um, in the video, the no talk tone, I usually try and keep everything at unity, um, and then manipulate yep. the rest of the controls. I have a feeling that this one's going to be one of those ones where I have to... Well, it
2: only has one control. It's got two. Okay, it's... it's got a toggle switch for tonal variants, I think, is it? Is it yeah. like two different EQ settings?
0: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, your up mode is your classic dan- uh, da- da- danger, danger Master. Uh, yeah. <laughs> range Master. Dallas Range Master. That's what I'm going for. Not Danger Master. Although, that's so it it's the quote
2: unquote treble boost, which is actually like an upper
0: mid boost. but yeah, Nobody yeah. ever talks about it. Well, the, yeah, I mean that's it. it. It kind of it tames a lot of the bottom end. Um, it pushes right up the top of the the mid frequencies. Um, yeah, I think. And I think it actually cuts the the treble a little bit. Yeah, I mean it. It can if you if you using it irresponsibly, it can make your guitar quite piercing. I mean, like, Strat bridge pickups with the Rangemaster can get a bit... Urgh. We uh, all know Strat should have humbuckers in the bridge anyway. I mean, we'll we'll have less of that, Matt. We'll have less of that. <laughs> uh, we agreed uh, a couple of weeks back that actually, Strat's are... We've agreed many, many times, but I'm never going to
2: let it go that bridge, Strat bridge pickups put me off Stratocaster's. Yeah, to be fair, um, <laughs> for the longest time, to the point where I don't own a standard Stratocaster, despite the fact that I could really do with ones for a few songs that I play now.
0: Yeah, I mean they are they are incredibly useful, and I've I found myself gravitating more and more towards the Strat. Um, I <laughs> I've uh found a little life hack with my <laughs> um guitar rack this week as well. Uh, bearing like. And it comes down to like the necessity of, of needing all of my Stratocasters in the rack, but also wanting my uh, number one LTD telly in there. <laughs> um, so the the rack like props right up against my computer desk, and there's about probably about four inches of space um, between like the front of the rack and the first guitar. And in that space, you can prop another guitar, so it's resting (laughs) up against the. the, uh, So I've I've turned an eleven guitar rack into a twelve guitar rack.
2: Why do you need an eleven guitar? Like I'm bad. I have more guitars than I can count off the top of my head without actually thinking about it in depth. But why would you need them all out at the same time?
0: They look pretty, and if they look them on the walls. I mean that that's going to be the next stage. I before my my missus in a lovely gesture bought me an eleven guitar guitar rack. Um, I bought something like ten wall hangers. Yeah. Um, uh, and I I did get started on that one. I tried drilling the wall that's behind where you're sat. Yeah. Um, but. I had some troubles and I don't think I can quite drill into that wall. So it's going to be this wall that's behind me. So I, m- I might have a few, a few hanging up there. Um yeah, so hopefully with that and that I'll have them all all on display, which will be nice. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean I'm terrible. I've, there's a mandolin behind you. There's three guitars here. There's one behind me and I've got two no three hooks to go over there to hang some more in the other corner that you won't be able to see. Um, that I just haven't got around to hanging up yet. I mean... And I still won't be able to hang half my guitars on the
0: walls. Uh, There's definitely space between that SG and the... the um, thing. There, it, there if- is, but this
2: chair, when I'm not sat in it and I need to get out of it, needs yeah. to roll back into that space. Ah. Because otherwise, I, I can't get out... I would have to get out of the chair, go along... Away from the door, along the bottom of the bed, then climb over the bed to get in to get out the door.
0: That sounds like that sounds like it's it's a sacrifice I'd be willing to take for more guitar space.
2: Yeah. Or alternatively, and uh, I can use another another part of the wall, the other side of the bed, and then that wall, and then I'm also like
0: this close to like hanging some on the front of the wardrobe as well. There you go. Win, win, win. I'm not entirely sure how how uh, structurally sound the front of a wardrobe would be. I imagine uh, well, I,
2: d- you've got to remember that I'm a bloke, so I never open the wardrobe anyway.
0: Yeah, I mean you could you could like it's basically a wall. Yeah, you could like structurally reinforce that wardrobe, aka nailing it shut, <laughs> and turn it into more guitar space. I mean, you could or 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 a guitar coat hanger. Yes. And then turn the
2: wardrobe into a guitar hanger.
0: That's it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, take all those pesky clothes out. Maybe put yeah, some I mean, just like, need to divide. invent the guitar wall, the guitar hanger. There we go. Um, I th- I feel like we've tangented quite quite sharply away from uh, cuz I was talking about the um the hot coals, weren't I? Yeah, so <laughs> Oops. W- yeah, I all of the like I've, I've just looked at the time as well we're like 25 minutes in and like yeah. all of this podcast that i, I spent time and effort into i don't think we're going <laughs> we to get anywhere near that started. we're not even going oh, we to talk- we'll, we'll we'll get near some of it we will we'll do an extra long one um so yeah hot goals um the standard standard mode is the range master your, your standard range master um which I I personally love the sound of and if you want to get the classic rangemaster sounds like the Rory Gallagher yeah. uh tones and and those kind of really classic um like push like you say pushed valve amp tones that is that is the setting uh but for those kind of people who think mm, it's it's impacting the tone a bit much the other mode is it's like range master, but then it's almost like underneath is your original guitar signal, so it still has the bass it still has the full frequency, but then it's it just has that that mid push um in a slightly more subtle way uh it still does all of that like harmonic feedback, but whilst also sending bigger, yeah, uh, so absolutely fantastic um and the 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 graphic on it is, uh, I think, the best yet. <laughs> um, I mean, I really like I really like uh, Stuart's stuff. I think the Antares is really classy, and I think the the Rays of the Dead is just it. It perfectly describes the pedal. Yeah, like I can't I can't imagine that that pedal with any any other uh, artwork on it. But I think the Hot Coals is just it's just, yeah. I mean,
2: I I like it. I I love the raise the dead the the aesthetic on the raise the dead, but yeah, the hot coals is good.
0: Yeah, and I'm i uh, I'm excited to see see more of this from a uh, from old taters. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, I've I've done a, a bit this week. I've I've done like I say, we've done a rehearsal, which is like neither here. I say a rehearsal. Pissed about with loud amps. Yeah. which That's a rehearsal. Standard stuff. Actually, I didn't piss about with the loud amp, but my Stump. I ran a Stump through the effects loop of a. Uh, like a, a DS. DSL. Uh, like a, a JCM 800 DSL. Or is it 2000? I can never remember. Uh,
2: yeah, they're JCM 2000. Or not JCM 2000. DSL? Yeah, I I can't remember now. I had one. Mm. Well, I had the TSL, but yeah, are they JCM two thousand TSL sixties and
0: DSL forties and stuff? Is that does does that sound right? I don't know, Um, but yeah, one of them. I I bypassed a lot of the controls on it. I was running directly into the effects loop. Yeah, just running the preamp on the uh, on the stump. On the stump, yeah, like none of just cab modelling, none of that. Uh, I think I run a spring reverb in it as well. Um, so literally just like a, a Fender Twin uh, and a spring reverb, and it sounded fantastic. Um, <laughs> I just like I, I built the patch there and then. Um, and then at the front I had like a like a really subtle optical trim, and then like would kick in either like uh um tone sovereign which is like the king of tone or an ocd um depending on how much drive i needed uh, and it was Fair. it sounded fantastic uh, i mean Yeoman's going to test for how convincing that tone was uh, but i'll i will i will leave the leave the stump there because it's nothing new and it, and i've made my opinion very clear on um yeah on how good it is Hmm, right. So, sorry, I just saw an error message on my uh, on my recording computer s- s- saying something about storage, so maybe. I'm just going to keep my eye on that. Yeah. Gotta keep my... Yeah, that's worrying. Uh, right. <laughs> uh, what else have I done this week? Uh, uh, oh, Joyo Ultimate Drive. Uh-huh. Uh, I did... I've done a few videos on that. I've done a few videos i did i finally gave it the no talk all time treatment yeah. um largely um, I mean partly I'm running out of pedals because of lockdown. There haven't been as many pedals coming in my way um but a lot on top of that um the cheaper Chinese pedals tend to do really well uh and I've done like a few to indulge myself um I've done some to appease. Like every so often, I'll go through a phase where I've, I've got to kind of justify having a couple of boss pedals in my my wardrobe. Yeah, and uh, go. Actually, yeah, they do sound pretty decent. Um, there's a there's a reason I, I keep them there as a reminder and a yardstick as well. Yeah. Um. Actually, but-
2: boss make good pedals and. Nobody uses them anymore, yeah. And it's it's I mean, it's a bit of a taboo subject that actually their pedals are really good,
0: yeah. I mean, you can understand where all the other pedals are kind of aiming at, like where, where they've come from. Um, so even if because, like, some of the designs, like the, the DS1, is it's a design that's largely unchanged since the seventies. Yep. Um and it's not the not the most refined and it's it's relatively noisy in comparison to the game. But it's fun. It's really fun. <laughs> uh, so yeah. It, it like you, you you can justify um justify owning them. When you when you do play them, I think I'm gonna try and pick up um, uh, a DS2, which is the Turbo Distortion. Cause, yeah, it's a
2: fucking terrible pedal. Don't bother.
0: Yeah, I mean there have been a couple of people mention it. I think um, funny little Stomps mentioned it, um, and Chris Chris again. Says, yeah, it, it does one sound. It's very much designed to do. D- do log a certain grungy you see yeah.
2: for for me and like i i owned the pedal for getting on for 10 years yeah um and it just sounded like a very digital version of a ds1 i don't know why it just it it didn't even sound like it was analog inside it sounded it sounded like a digital representation of a ds1 which, yeah, just didn't didn't do it for me. I don't know why. It just that's that's what it it conjured up in my head every time I plugged it in and just stepped on it and
0: regretted my life decisions. Yeah, and I I fully expect to go through that. I do, but I think I've got to I've got to broaden my horizons on the the boss quest. Um, I th- I think at some point I've got to get a, a blues driver back. Because I I very much wrote that one off very quickly last time I played it, um.
2: See, like my experience with boss drives is just I I I've written bosses boss drive pedals off completely all of them. I just I I've had bad experiences with. And yes, it's probably my own fault for picking the DS2 and the SD2 or the OD2, whatever the it was. OS2 and it, the um. OS to that way, yeah. Like they yeah. like, I mean, for starters, stop naming your fucking pedals after Star Wars characters, for fuck's sake. Does my head in, <laughs> and yeah. I, yeah, and like, yeah, and I, I just like I said, I've had so many bad experiences with their drive pedal, and I've never tried a Blues Driver, and I've never tried an SD one. So don't get me wrong, I haven't tried the ones that people actually like, but I've tried so many of the ones that people have don't the like. They become the memes of like the boss drives. I'm not particularly interested in. I'd I'd run a boss chorus if I hadn't chilled out for nearly three hundred quid on a an analog man chorus mini, which is based on a CE2 anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, like obviously it's it's heavily modified and like has extra controls and stuff. Um, my OC2, the Japanese OC2, um, is the best octave down pedal on the market as far as I'm concerned um like i've 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 heard the non japanese ones I, th- I think they're chinese reissue or whatever and the oc3 and they just don't don't bother don't bother spend the extra 30 quid and like you can get a japanese oc2 for between 60 and 80 quid depending on like the the the, the, the current climate and you know what yeah, people yeah. Are, are asking for but they they're literally if you're looking for an octave down sound they're what you go for like obviously Pug if you want to go down and up and you know all of these other stuff but yeah OC2 if you just want to go down
0: (laughs) (laughs) I will leave that there Um, but yeah uh, there there is some fantastically legit boss pedals I I think I need to dip my toe into some of that stuff
2: yeah I I I probably do as well but like I own enough pedals as it is.
0: Yeah, I mean that's 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 currently the uh, the issue. I've got an overflowing cupboard. I've got uh, what is essentially a step aerobic step next to me full of just pedals hanging off it. Um <laughs> I can't justify the space more than anything. So uh, on
2: top of my wardrobe is just boxes and boxes. And if there's, if my pedals aren't on the board, they're in their own box on top of my wardrobe. It's like four boxes high at this point and about four deep. And just the entire width of a three, like a, it's a, it's a wardrobe and a half. It's oh It's nice. like a three door wardrobe. So yeah, like I have too many pedals.
0: Yeah. I think, I think we can, we can all agree that we could do with less, but, Where's the fun in that? Um, yeah, I mean, exactly. Just to mention the ultimate drive again. Um, yeah. Because I I was very aware that I'd briefly talked about it and then just went went on about boss pedals. <laughs> <laughs> um, very much, very much the the. Yeah, the Didn't you start off by the
2: the the boss part by talking about cheap Chinese drive pedals and then immediately saying boss?
0: Yeah yeah cuz the like the cheap chinese stuff is it 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 finds like the the youtube traffic kind of finds itself pretty much boss stuff has an inbuilt audience as well cuz like like 90% of like new guitarists will see a ds1 on the marketplace and go I need to know what that will sound like in my rig and we'll go into youtube ds one so it's 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 got a, an and and same with the chinese stuff. It's got an inbuilt market. Um and I've done some indulgent stuff. I went back to the um the ultimate drive which last time I played it I remember it sounding quite nice. Um it was not as impressive this time around. I mean, it got me playing like Sabbath-style riffs, which is kind of cool. But the the gain control on it is just—it's all wrong. Like you, you ta- like turn all the gain off, and it's kind of like like a subtle gritty, um, uh, gritty push, which is nice. Then by the time you've got to like one on the gain, the gain's almost like doubled. And then by the time you're at two, it's almost at max gain. So <laughs> it's it's really really out of whack. Yeah, there are some good sounds in it, but you, you you really having to coax them out. So it's it just made it more effort than it was worth. Um, but I don't know. Uh, the the feedback on it was people generally saying, "Yeah, I I kind of agree with you. It's yeah. it's just it's quite unrefined." But then again, like I picked it. I think I picked it up for like a tenner. Um because I was going
2: to say you regularly see them for less than fifteen quid on the gear exchange, so
0: yeah, and this this one had like the battery cavity missing. So it literally just got like a bit of duct tape on the back. Um yeah. so I was like, yeah, I don't I don't need it to be pretty, I just want it to work. Um and apparently they're they're quite good for like a modding platform. So maybe, maybe one day when I do eventually get my soldering iron out again. Maybe.
3: Um. Well,
0: let's. Uh, um. So yeah, I've done that. Done that. Done that. Um. We'll we'll talk about the the other bit of news on the on the live cast I reckon because I do want to do some podcastiness. Uh, news, news discussion discussion. newscus and oh, that's me not being able to read my own writing and remember what I called it <laughs> last time New discussion so we're gonna we're gonna do some more new discussions this week yep, we might just do the one we might save the other one mm, no i think I think both would work really well uh so let's let's kind of give it give it some give it the 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 space it needs right so big bit of news this week blog a, an amazing bit of news. Or, uh, for a friend of ours, Mr. Andrew Ferris, the Guitar Geek, Harley Benton. Uh, they they had a happy accident. Uh, they done goofed trying to make a Pelham Blue um, uh, DC Junior. Yep. Um, but in doing so, they made this kind of... almost like the blue equivalent of Surf Green. Uh, and they went blurf green, blurf blurf green. Yeah, I think blurf you know. green. But we can't call it that. Yeah, So they had to come up with another name for it. Yeah, and and Andy stepped in and says, oh, really? "I really like this color." And they went, "I bet we called it ferris blue." And he went, "Sound." Uh, <laughs> and that that was the exact minutes from their meeting. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure it it was very close to that. Um, so yeah so the the d c junior fat which is the big big chunky neck one uh yeah. has got a new a new color and it's a limited edition uh i think two hundred and fifty units um and yep. they are already flying off the shelves. Uh, yeah our, I've
2: seen four or five people with them
0: yeah our mick the yeah the man who uh, who helped start this podcast mick dodd uh, he's got one, yep, he got one and very, very quick. He did. Uh, like, he got one that I'm pretty sure he was posting
2: pictures of it either the day that Andy announced it or the day after.
0: Mm. That um, That's a testament to Toman, their ability to just yeet stuff out of their... Uh, <laughs> out of their, <laughs> their, out uh, the factory, yeah, straight yeah. into your living room, through the window. That's it. Just chuck it chuck it out of Germany and it'll land in the UK at some point. Um, yeah. yeah, he he's... Uh, said some good things about it. There's been some stuff in other, other groups as well. I can't remember who, but yeah,
2: yeah. Well, like the yeah, I've I've seen it mentioned in a fair few places. Like I think it's got a fair bit of traction because it is a very nice color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like it's a, a it's a double cut Les Paul Junior,
0: which people love. Is it double? I thought it was single. It's double. Is DC it? Junior. Of course, of course, it is. Of course, it is. <laughs> Just DC, te- D- DC? Just testing you. Just testing. Do you think you. it's a David Cameron Junior? Oh, I don't know. Uh, right, David, so David Coulthard maybe. Yeah, dumb cunt. I think is the uh, <laughs> <laughs> is the one. Um, <laughs> so, so let's go through the the specs just just as a kind of recap because we've we've covered the uh, the DC Junior fat before. So, uh, mahogany body, uh, like gone wrong, Pelham blue. Uh which is kind of yeah. like surf blue. Um the P ninety is a stacked uh stacked P ninety, so it has got two yeah. modes. It's got like your true technically
2: a humbucker, but it's not.
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's it it has got a slightly more fat response when it's in the stacked mode. Um unlock like your true P ninety sounds. Um we've got fat yeah, fat fifty nine neck. Uh let's have a look. What else have we got? Two hundred fifty made. Yeah, I mentioned that. At uh, uh, two hundred and twenty-six quid, one of them. Yeah, which that's, is nothing. That's a bit good, isn't it? That's yeah. That will add to the reason as to why people are buying them.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Like they're they're like like we say, they're flying off shelves, and yeah, limited color run, very nice looking guitar, modding yeah. platform if you want that, or like usually the the Roswell pickups are good enough
0: as they are anyway so yeah i mean from what i heard cuz I, I, I watched the uh, the youtube thing it it sounded like the 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 uh, Ferris blue version sounded better i did agree it sounded better than the red one that he's got um cuz it just had a bit more chunk to the to the notes um and having that ability to to go between the two, yeah, is it's it's pretty cool. It's almost cheating for for having a like a junior style, having that much versatility. But I'll allow we I'll allow that. <laughs> uh, um, our our Andy absolutely chuffed with it, and it's it's got traction enough that it's like it's been featured on, uh, like a few big guitar websites, isn't it? Yeah, uh, it was retweeted by his
2: his teenage magazine that he used to read as a teenager, that we all probably read as a teenager. He got retweeted by them, which is kind of like life goals, isn't it?
0: Absolutely. Uh, Right, so this is almost like... It's almost like a bit of signature gear for, uh, for our Mr. Ferris, isn't it? So, if you were to have a signature guitar... What would it be? And what would the specs be of this uh, this signature guitar? Right. So
2: thinking long and hard because although like bearing in mind I got I got slated at band practice for my Bang Mary Kill because I chose a strat and i like I don't own a strat. And like if we're gonna be realistic, it's gonna be a telly shape. It's gonna be a yeah. telecast it's gonna be a, a thin line telly. Yeah. Um because I like the lighter tellies, and that's usually the best way. Not going to be bound. It's just going to be a, a standard slab body. No no belly contours or anything like that. None of these fancy bells and whistles. I just want a, a thin line telly body. And it's going to have a roasted maple neck with an ebony board because it's just going to look sexy as fuck. Locking tuners. Proper normal tele headstock, none of this fucking reverse nonsense. <laughs> normal telly headstock. Then we're gonna come down like it's gonna be. Uh Yeah, no, we're gonna have a tunematic bridge on it. Yeah. So it's gonna have to like obviously have all the 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 sortings out because obviously a standard tele neck wouldn't be. You wouldn't get a tunematic bridge on it because the strings would be ten foot off it. So you're gonna have to have the. The next set slightly different, so I assume it's going to have to be a set neck, even though it's telly, <laughs> which like is is slightly making me great. But like, I I need a decent, like I don't yeah. like right angle bridge systems like the strap ones, even though I, I like it's not a, a whammy system. It's still just still right angle through body, so yeah. I'm going for a a tunematic, um, and then we get to the pickups, and I I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I think. We're going for a
1: TV Jones in the bridge, yeah, and we're going for a full Booker in the neck. Ooh, you cheeky! But a splittable. Yeah, you cheeky man.
2: I think that's what I'm going. Yeah, that's what I'm going for. Like a splittable or tappable whatever you wanted, like whichever sounds best. I can't remember, but like. I'm sure I'll get, like, a few revisions so they can send me both and I'll make a decision. (laughs) And the body is going to be shoreline gold over shell pink with just a hint of, like, relicing, So you can just about see the shell pink through the shoreline
0: gold in a couple of places. It sounds tasteful. It sounds tasteful. I mean... I'd play it. If you, if you handed it to me, I'd play it. I <laughs> uh, don't, don't know if I'd agree with the specs. <laughs> I'm sure you wouldn't, but that's why it's not your signature model. It is, yeah. To be fair, it's, no, it sounds good. It sounds like... uh, Almost like the Jim Atkins kind of then, like... Yeah, that kind of yeah. vibe, but... Yeah, but, but with a... Stand rather than having just, uh, rather than having the P90s and the the Gibson layout controls, it's
2: yeah. No, it's, oh God, no. It's just having a volume and a, a three way toggle
0: switch. Yeah. Not even a tone. Oh. No. Oh. oh. It doesn't need it. Pretty good. Absolutely. Triggered. No.
2: No. No strap bridge pickup on it. To, oh, oh, no strap bridge pickup on it to need a tone control.
0: All right. I see you. I see you. This is this is the game we're playing now, is it, Matt? Um, go on, I'll 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 do one. Um,
1: yeah, okay, okay. What am I going for? I mean, you've gone for a telly, so. So,
0: hmm. Yeah. Look, I probably would go for a telly, but just for the sake of making it slightly different, I'm gonna go for. I'm gonna go for a strat. Go on. I'll go for a strat. It's gonna be a traditional strat. It's gonna be SSS. Okay. Uh, to be fair, like the, the, the Variax is pretty pretty fucking good. i um, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go pretty much pretty much the same as my, my Variax standard, apart from like without the Variax technology. So it's essentially a Yamaha Pacifica.
2: <laughs> so what you're building is a, a triple single coil Yamaha Pacifica. I wonder if that's ever been done before.
0: Yeah, um, But it's okay, it's gonna have uh I reckon I'm am I'm gonna I'm gonna treat myself. I'm gonna go roasted maple. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go rosewood, not Ebony, and I'm gonna have stainless frets. Uh locking tune is a must. Tusk nut, probably. Um a hard hardtail hard tail rather than a an a wiggle stick cuz I never use them yeah uh, and it just it makes things less complicated there like one of the uh, one of the decent wilkinson ones the ones that are kind of more modern looking um might even go for a babix you know go on it's a it's a <laughs> signature i'll go for push a babix
2: push the boat out might push the boat out
0: yeah, might as well. Yeah, I'll go for a Babix. Um I'm going to stick some Fletch pickups in it. Go on, and they're going to be they're going to be the ones that I've got in the uh, in the so like Alnico twos, um, because they're pretty pretty nice. But with that, I've got the first Parker mod, and I don't think I'm going to go for that for my signature. That will be the signature Deluxe edition. I'm just going to have a a volume and a tone and it's going to be five-way standard five-way switch. Um it's going to be it's going to be black like my like my standard one, but it's going to have a torque guard and cream pickups. Okay. So it's just it's it's a bit a, a bit reserved, a bit classy. And if yeah. we if we're going to go for the deluxe one, it's going to be seafoam green and it's going to have a torque guard and cream pickups. Are yeah. Go on. I'm gonna throw in some binding as well. Why not? It's Where to, are you throwing the binding? Uh, body, body only, only on the front face.
2: Strap, strap, body binding.
0: You look at the aerodyne strats. I
2: fucking hate it. I the really...
0: aerodyne strats are beautiful. Nah, you're wrong. It's gonna look nice. It's gonna look nice. Uh, there we go. Nah. That's that's what I'm saying. Oh, and the uh, head's got headstock's got to be reversed. <laughs> Fuck you, Matt. Fuck you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, i I can't, I can't be doing a reverse. Like, I don't understand reverse headstocks. It's like, like a, people. It's like people tell me, oh, it, 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 changes the tension. Well, no, it doesn't. It physically can't. Physics doesn't work that way, so it can't change the tension. Um, and it, it the only thing it does do is increase the tension on the headstock itself by giving you more of a thick string pulling against the headstock. So all you're doing is increasing the likelihood of snapping your headstock off. Mm. And also, when you tune it, it looks like you're trying to tickle another man's balls.
0: Oh, I, I'm not entirely sure how you tune a headstock. For. You,
2: you, go on, like, you, you, can't, you can't tune it normally, can you? By the time you're at the furthest one away, you, you're tickling a giant's balls. Yeah. Okay. No, yeah, you can't. No, you're not doing it from the top, though, are you? You're doing it from underneath. So you've got the cupped hand ready
0: for <laughs> for a cheeky feel <laughs> for a cheeky feel Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I imagine it's gonna it's got to be something like that where it's a a a decent decent quality yummy yummy Pacifica essentially. Oh dear, what has my life come to? <laughs> um. So we so talking about signature gear. We've we've given a bit of uh, a bit of an idea of what ours might be. Um, how about like current signature gear? What's what's your favourite that's on the market um, or, or that has been on the market? Favorite signature gear.
2: I'm I'm going to be really boring. Um, the best piece of signature gear I've ever played was an Eric Clapton custom shop strap.
0: Yes, um, yeah, you keep you do, you have mentioned this before yeah. Uh yeah, I play, played it at Steve's
2: and I, like I love the the is it TBS. I think it's TBS is the tone circuit yeah, that's the, in it. Yeah. Yeah, the, gr- the the Eric Clapton tone circuit. Um the, obviously it needs a 9 volt and everything and yes, that makes it really inconvenient and stuff, but it plays fantastically. The pickups sound incredible. That tone circuit adds something to the strat that kind of it's almost like having a tube screamer built into the amp, uh, built into the guitar, because obviously you're always talking about how a tube screamer improves the sound of Strat pickups. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. This, does, this yeah. is like an inbuilt tube screamer already in there, making the Strat pickups sound better. Um, so in terms of guitar, yeah, like it, it it, has to be the Eric Clapton Strat. It just, it's, it's... Like as as a kid it was the iconic thing for me. Like I I was a massive Eric Clapton fan before I even picked up the guitar. Yeah. Um and I've stayed a massive Eric Clapton fan. Like I know lots of people find him a little bit bland and whatever. Like <laughs> you welcome to your opinions. Um I yeah. personally really love a lot of his stuff. I know like just like everybody, some of his solo albums aren't great. Everybody goes through that phase. I don't. You pick anybody that didn't die at twenty seven, and they've got some shit music.
0: The, even the ones who did die at twenty seven have shit yeah. music. You're just glorifying yeah. them because they died young. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I. <laughs> it always makes me laugh when when people mention Clapton and say, what's Clapton and coffee have in common?" Go on. They both suck without cream. <laughs> <laughs> um and like yes his his best stuff like by by a country mile was was the cream era stuff um and like generally people as they get older uh, and as as they become successful their their musical input becomes more safe and more bland it's it it is the way i think i mean you think of like macca like is solo was the frog chorus really safe? <laughs> uh, n- n- no, but that's kind of like that's the middle middle age, isn't it? That's oh yeah, uh, yeah. Like now he's just he's churning out kind of safe poppy, n- just generally like, n- like people listen to it because because it's Macca. It's it doesn't like it isn't a patch on the like the the early Beatles stuff um and it's it's not as batshit crazy as like some of the stuff that wings and and like the frog chorus so <laughs> yeah
2: yeah. I, yeah like i just you, you mentioned macet and like the The meme that was going, I don't know whether you've seen it. There was a, a an NHS pamphlet with a woman on the front, um, talking about dementia, and it looks like a, it looks like a Paul McCartney album cover. And I can't even remember what it says on the front now. But just it just pops in every time somebody mentions Paul McCartney. Now that just pops into my head. It's like an orange. Orange background with a black bit and just like a picture of an old woman who looks very much like Paul McCartney does now. Yeah, and yeah, it's then like the the tagline always goes along with it as oh the new Paul McCartney album looks shit, doesn't it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> uh yeah. Oh, there's 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 quite a few quite a few memes that r- pretty much ruin uh, classic rock. Um, yeah, and like. Like those those artists who have like spanned many careers. Um. Oh, I've gone on a little bit of a journey thinking about what what my favourite signature gear is. Um. I was thinking oh, maybe something like ZZ Top based, because like Billy Gibbons is a legend. Like like the the Pearly Gates Les Paul is is pretty cool, but. I th- I'm I'm gonna go and this is like this is old school. This is retro fret talk. I'm gonna go for the Gary Clark Jr. SG. Oh yes, nice guitar. Yeah, like it's got three P nineties. Like you can't argue with that, can you? you cannot argue with you that. You can, talk. but it'll kick you in the face for it. No, oh, that's it, isn't <laughs> it. Like an, an SG with P nineties in it is is a fantastic thing. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Sticking an extra P ninety in there is just it's. It's not going to harm it, is it? Yeah, it's, it's, it's pushing the, the boundaries of tone science. Uh, so oh, hats off to that man. And he was in an episode of, uh, of the second series of Luke Cage on, uh, on Netflix. And I love Luke Cage. It was a, a fantastic a fantastic bit of TV. Didn't he do a Beatles cover for Luke Cage? Uh, n- I, f- I feel like
2: he did something like come together and yeah. they used part of it in a scene or maybe as the theme for Luke Cage I don't really know I vaguely remember him talking about it on a TV show around the time that that
0: guitar came out Yeah it, def- it definitely were not the th- the theme uh, I remember yeah, I think I- they might have used it in like a fight scene or something Possibly possibly uh I can't remember it too well. Me saying that I loved the TV show and then I I watched I watched it through I think twice because I, I watched it through myself and then I I got the missus to watch it through as well. Um Fair. yeah, it it still annoys me kind of that, that that they dropped the uh got the whole defenders thing because there, there were some some decent things in there but then it was let down by by a few really sloppy uh sloppy series like the iron fist one was was not good
2: yeah well i I think netflix wanted to jump on the bandwagon and they kind of jumped at it once they found that one series did well they jumped at it a little bit too heavy and didn't think about the consequences of some of the things they were doing and kind of killed it and then marvel went uh, disney went right well we'll take this back we'll put it on our own streaming platform and we'll get some of the, the the film stars in on a couple of the seasons just to get people really going, which I can't wait for those to come out. Yeah, I think I've
0: got Disney Plus as well, so
2: way. Yeah, so they they unfortunately stopped filming them due to the ongoing situation, but at some point, yeah, I'm pr- I can't remember whether it's Hawkeye or Black Widow or like I can't remember, but there's definitely like gonna be series on there. With some of the the film stars in
0: bang on, I hope they get another cameo from George Clark jr um because it was it was it was cool, and I think he was playing the sG as well um which is which is pretty cool right this is this is the one though this is the one we've talked about talked about signature gear we've talked about positives of that. what is the worst? bit of signature gear can think of
2: I'm I'm going back to Clapton again (laughs) and I'm I'm going to a Digitech pedal that everybody will have seen at some point in their life because there was even one in my local shop 15 years ago which tells you how widespread this pedal became and I'm sure everybody's seen it. It's the Crossroads, the Eric Clapton Crossroads Digitech pedal. I think it's Digitech.
0: Yeah, it was Digitech. They did a, a few, didn't they? They did uh, the guy from Disturbed, Dan Corrigan or something like that. Yes. They also did a Brian May war. Yeah. Uh, like, it was called the Red Special, I'm pretty sure.
2: It was, and it was in a red housing, and I still can't think of many Queen songs with
0: on them oh there's a fair few there's a fair few but it's it's not it's, it's always not what c- you think of when you think of <laughs> right yeah like if you think about um like killer queen like the majority of the song doesn't have war in it but then you have like the little the little licks especially like the playful for a of pussycat and it's yeah. just that little bit and you're like yeah okay yeah that's cool but that is not worth like that that's half, not worth a pedal. Yeah, half a second of, <laughs> of of like guitaring is not worth putting your your name to like the the wah pedal. Yeah, it's just yeah. I think the the crossroad is a is a strong contender for this one. Yeah, like for those of you that that haven't seen
2: it, it's it, it's got ten Eric Clapton songs in there, including two different versions of Layla. Yeah, it so, does the acoustic one and the electric one. In fact, there's an um it? Might even do three. It might even do the
0: rhythm of Layla, the lead of Layla, and the acoustic version of Layla. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, th- I think yeah. Something, something kind of strikes me about that. Um, yeah, because it it was like like your standard volume gain tone, and then like a, a like a ten way kind of click switch, yeah. weren't it? Um, and I with- hate
2: to think what volume would have done on the acoustic Layla.
0: Yeah, I think I think they like they the the, the controls affected different things on the different um yeah different things. But surely, like if it's like here are the ten presets of Clapton's tones, all you'd need really is a volume. Like yeah, set it to unity, sorted. Because they've got these got these tones dialed in, surely
2: yeah yeah God God knows like I don't even I did plug it in and I did play through it in the local shop with a Stratocaster It was probably a squire Strat thinking about it, but it was a Stratocaster, and I God knows what amp it was going through, and I just couldn't understand the pedal, and the guy trying to sell me the pedal couldn't understand the pedal, and yeah, it was just yeah it must be going back like fourteen years at this point, so I was. Fourteen or fifteen years old, yeah. So forgive me for trying out this horrendous piece of gear.
0: Yeah, I mean, there was probably a little bit of fault with your ability to set it up and and whatnot. Oh, absolutely. And the the fault will also lie with the the shop assistant who wasn't uh, uh, like all that fait okay with the pedal as well. But a a large amount of it will be that. Pedal, just not being sucks at not being de- very good. I've watched YouTube
2: demos on that pedal fairly regularly when I want to laugh. Yeah, there you go. But like, yeah, like uh, th- if you said to me, think of ten
0: Eric Clapton sounds, I'd struggle. Uh, you, uh, like woman tone is pretty much yeah. yeah. So wo-
2: woman tone, then you've got woman tone through wah for crossroads. Mm. Um, then you've got. Stratocaster neck pickup with his mid boost on, Stratocaster bridge pickup with his mid boost on. <laughs> yeah, it's.
0: I mean, and I'm done. <laughs> the, he played a a, a twelve string, uh, a twelve string electric fender on one of the Cream albums. I think like Dance the Night Away or something like that. There was a twelve okay. string. So you could get that, I suppose, like Layla, like guitar tone, uh, wonderful tonight lead tone, and and yeah, rhythm but tone. I mean
2: that's just smooth Strat neck pickup, isn't it? Or
0: yeah, pretty much. I mean, you could use that for a few of the, yeah, few I of mean, the cream tones as well. Yeah,
2: yeah, and then like if you want to go really bloody out there, get his eye like shot the Sheriff tone, which is just clean
0: Stratocaster. Yeah, pretty much it's reggae. Yeah, I think <laughs> the, I mean, the technical limitations of those pedals wouldn't have helped because they were all digital. Yeah, um, and digital and it's, recreation it's, at the time,
2: like yeah. like we're saying, it's fifteen years ago as well. So it's it's got the processing power of
0: like a Nokia thirty two ten. Yeah, and and they <laughs> it's were not like a HX Stomp, is it? Yeah, and like the HX Stomp is it's in like a. Like, almost like a Strymon uh, style pedal, so yeah. it's it's got space. These were all in kind of your standard Digitech Boss esque yeah. enclosures, weren't they? Boss so, clone enclosure, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're, they're not doing themselves any favors with that either. So yeah, I mean that's that is a strong contender for the worst gear. So when I first thought of it, I thought I was thinking about guitars mainly. Um, so I thought about the. Gibson, Jimi Hendrix, Strat.
2: Oh, I, yeah, I've seen these. So, was this the nineties or?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like they, they, uh, almost greenlit a, uh, um, a, like a, a Strat, l- Strat like guitar. Cause it weren't, it weren't a Strat because it was Gibson doing it. Yeah. Um, and it had like, like authentic Hendrix blazoned over certain bits and it was it was essentially a strat. But like if I think about that, it probably weren't a terrible guitar. And if I played it, it would pro- I'd probably get along with it because I kinda like strats. So, yeah. it, so I was like really racking my brains about stuff that just really does not resonate with me. Uh, and this is where I'm going to poke the bear of some new metalers. Uh, because um, the Stephen Carpenter signature uh, ESP. So it's a bit like an ESP Horizon, which is essentially like a Super Strat. Yeah. Um, I think it's got an upside down headstock. So there to... That tick. There, there you go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost certain it was a seven-string. So, yeah. so, there we go. Like, I mean that—that's like, that's like fatal error number one. If it's got more than six strings, I'm not generally too happy. It's a two pickup guitar. It's got two humbuckers. Yeah. Usually a two pickup, like two humbucker guitar. They have a humb- yeah you, you yeah you like a, yeah, a you'd bright, have.
2: bright bridge in a, a darker neck
0: yeah so you, you, yeah you you kind of you're thinking of like the Les Paul kind of setup where you've got a bridge and a neck pickup you, and like as you say like a slightly hot bridge pickup and a slightly warmer smoother neck pickup yep this has got two pickups that are wedged right against each other, which are excellent. both in the bridge: excellent. <laughs> she got bridge and slightly less bridge. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it classes as bridge and middle, but it's yeah. it's definitely not middle because they are whacked right against each other. Um, and to add to that, like one of the finishes of it was just like like a uh, a gloss pea green. So yeah. Pretty much on all accounts, it's me just going, nope. <laughs> Shaking your head, going, nope. what do you do?
2: What, no, just... No, yeah. Yeah, like, you say, mentioning that, like, it reminds me, like, I I, I am a six-string guitarist. I am a guitarist, not a guitar bassist or a, a, a bass-tarist or <laughs> anything of these, like, fiddly in-betweenies. And like as much as I'm sure they're fine instruments, it reminds me of a question that somebody asked in one of the forums I was in. It was like, you turn up to a gig and somebody's driven into the back of your car and wrecked your guitar, so you have to just play whatever somebody's got in the venue. What's the worst thing somebody can hand to you? And the first thing I thought of was a toast and a bassy nine string. What the fuck am I supposed to do with one of them? Like, how am I going to play classic rock and indie on that? Does like it? as as much as they're not terrible guitars, they are terrible for what I would use a guitar for.
0: Oh, absolutely! And this 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 guitar has got like the Stephen Carpenter has got a, f- a cult following. Like there are people out there who love them. Uh, in fact, actually, there there was a later version which was like a telly shape as well. Um, and I've seen of like, people go absolutely crazy for them. Um, but for me. I would be at an absolute loss for what to do with that.
2: I reckon I could just get just about get away with a seven string because I just accidentally pull the seven st- string off, <sighs> as long as it doesn't have a Floyd Rose.
0: Yeah, I think I think they were, uh, I think they were tunematic then strung through the body.
2: Okay, so yeah,
0: you could. But this is, go- this is going from memory. It could it could have a Floyd Rose for all I know. Yeah, like a, a nine string.
2: I am not. I'm not like. He, if he gave me a nine string, I'd give it you back because I wouldn't know what to do with it.
0: Yeah, it's at that point you'd you'd say to the venue, "I'm really sorry. I, I there there isn't a, a a viable instrument here for me to play. You might as well be giving me a piano. Yeah." Give uh, me a piano
2: and I'll try and play that like a guitar.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd probably get more sense out of that. So, you, can you tip that baby grand on its side? <laughs> it. we'll, we'll see if I can plug it into to be pedal board. <laughs> That's it. I'm gonna strum those strings at <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, so you, I think I think we we've pretty much got some got some decent ones there. I've just looked at the time. We are pretty much over uh, the forget hour. Forget the time. Forget the time. We're over the hour. Right, Ro- maybe. We're in too deep now. We're in too deep. Right, go on. Let's do it. Um, Fender. Um, a couple of uh, a couple of months. In fact, at the start of the year, um, announced the Parallel Universe Two. Yeah, uh, Winam. 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 Yes, back when society had not broken down. Oh, good times. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. One of the one of the things uh was the. Uh, what's he called? The Maverick Dorado. Yes. Uh, sounds like a, like a film star. Maverick Dorado. Like a 70s I'm, film star. I'm pretty sure
2: there's somebody called Lindsay Dorado and I don't know who they are or why they're in my brain.
0: Answers in the comment section below. Please,
2: because I have no idea who Lindsay Dorado is and he's stuck in my head now you've said that.
0: There you go. I mean,
2: you're, fact, you're... I'm not even going to Google it. You've got to tag me in the post on the face on the Facebook group. Tell me who Lindsay Dorado is. I'm hoping this has got something to do with porn. And this... <laughs> <laughs> this is. I'm almost
0: certain that it doesn't. but That's not to say that it definitely <laughs> it... doesn't. I see. Wherever, wherever met that name before. Oh yeah. Oh 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 no. <laughs> oh oh he yeah. Oh dear. Yeah. So uh, Maverick Dorado. Um. We talked about it at the start of the year when when they were kind of conceptualizing these, but they're they're now in shops. Uh, so essentially, the kind of the idea is it's like leftover parts that one of the the guys at Fender said, "I'm pretty sure I can do something with that," and they did. But at what cost? <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's like a tw- twelve string, uh, twelve string neck, uh, with like a a, a modified jazzmaster body. um yeah uh, you just google them if you if you want to know what they look like uh, i i won't be able to describe them giving them any justice um thick 60s neck 2. Point, uh, t- 24.75 scale so shorter scale uh, as in compared to fender it's the, the the most striking feature is the massive headstock Cause it's got the, yeah. the big like curly twelve string headstock.
2: Yeah, it's got the the hockey stick headstock.
0: That's the one, but only with six strings. Yeah, which uh, seems pointless to me, but sure. Yeah, it's got a big speed. It's got uh Tim. Maybe, maybe if they
2: they they put a short fretboard on it, and it was meant to be a normal sized headstock, but they went oh shit, it's now a short scale length. So they they had to just kind of like chip chisel away the extra bit of neck and make that into a headstock as well.
0: <laughs> Potentially, I don't. I don't think there was uh, there was much sense going on there. There might have been. I mean, it was the seventies. I'm sure. So it's the, there might have been some hallucinogenic uh, persuasion going yeah. on. Yeah. Who knows? Quite
2: possibly. Quite
0: possibly. Um, it's got Tim Shaw filtertron's style uh, humbuckers in it, um, and they are yeah. retailing at. Uh, two thousand two
2: hundred and fifty quid. Yeah, I mean you can already find them at two grand on certain shops. I had a quick Google when you mentioned it because I was like, which one? I remember us talking about the parallel universe two, but I couldn't remember which one this was by the name alone.
0: Yeah. Uh, so they they're doing them in a couple of colours. I think they do a sunburst, uh, like a, a, a like a Sherwood green, green, maybe. I was gonna say there's a
2: greeny one.
0: Yeah. Um, and uh, like like a coppery finish as well. Yeah, there you go. Uh, like generally speaking, you really need to be a fan of this to be able to to buy it. Because then, like if if it was like maybe a grand, you'd go, oh, that's a bit kooky. I might give that a go. But for like two two fifty, you're like, you really need to be into that to to want to be want to be using that. Yeah, it's it's. Very much like Marmite, and like they they are a striking look, and
2: I imagine like obviously it's got a Bigsby on it, so you're gonna have to want that, and also the filter the, they're not even like standard filtertrons, they're yeah. like half bladed. So just having a look at them, and it's like pole pieces down one side of the filtertron and a blade down the other.
0: Yeah, almost like gold foil, like certain gold foils yeah.
2: got that look, haven't I? Yeah, um, and, th- and that's going to be a, a different sound, I imagine. Unless you're obsessed with the look of it, you're really going to have to try one before you buy.
0: Yeah, um, and the thick neck as well is a, is a bit of a deal breaker for some. Yeah, it's 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 an acquired taste for a lot these days, isn't it? The thick neck. Yeah, because it
2: it doesn't come as standard on very many guitars at this point, because the 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 eighties kind of went to the wizard and then like we've slowly come back and kind of met in the middle with like the yeah. the vintage or like the like seventies kind of style I think is it's vaguely where we've sat but, like the the sixties and seventies kind of like not wizard thin but not fifties thick yeah it's it's, kind of where it's the like, world ergonomic
0: kind of is. ergonomic thin isn't it yeah where it's 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 not ridiculously thin. It's not only designed for shredding up uh, scales at a million miles an hour. It's it's got the the thickness so that you you can do like cordal work, but it's also got the slimness for when you you want to get a bit of speed on. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, again, a lot about this is is saying like you really need to want it. Uh, yeah, and look, absolutely there'll be people out there there will be people you in fact you'll probably find these going at like one and a half grand in about six months time uh, probably but who More knows than likely who knows yeah and
2: like i, I imagine there's going to be a genre that this this type of guitar really fits yeah and we don't we we don't know what it is and somebody's going to be screaming at us the, the podcast at home like it, it it's for this and that's that's great. Like there will be people who love it. It just it's it's not it it it's not an instrument that you could just throw into a lot of situations.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think I'm I'm leaning towards kind of experimental and shoegazy stuff. Yeah. Uh, for that because it's it's got that kind of that weird y look. It's got the filtertron. Uh, yes. booker. So they they're gonna be a bit jangly and. Yeah, that, that's kind of where I'm I'm pointing towards. Was it? But who knows? Um, in terms of, so th- this is essentially like a reissue, isn't it? This, um, yeah. kind of because it's part of the parallel universe. It's it's like a modern take on the on the reissue. But if we're talking about things like guitars that we'd like to see reissued, yeah. Um, like, I I wouldn't personally wouldn't personally pick that one. Um, no, I absolutely wouldn't. I I'm struggling to think of any any that are, that are screaming out to me that I'd I'd want to see reissued.
2: One I think that needs to be gone from like something that gets reissued every ten to fifteen years. Cabernet just why don't Fender have a Cabernet in their line? as a standard guitar they have fender branded cabernetas basically haven't been a thing since 2012 at this point yeah um so like I and like my mexican was the last fender branded obviously they had squire after that and before that they had the custom shop ones but yeah. they they seem to do them in a run for like three to five years every 15 to 20 years there, like, there are so many places doing copies now, and the custom shop drops like one-offs quite often with filter runs in because people are screaming out for them at this point. Why haven't Fender just gone? Here's a standard one in the line because I'm sure, I'm sure they sell out like uh, anything else in the standard line would.
0: Yeah, and I think the the one that I'd I'd suggest for it is is a very similar kind of thing. I'd suggest the SG Junior. Yeah, absolutely. Again,
2: why isn't that in the standard Gibson line?
0: Yeah, it it comes in, comes in maybe for like a couple of years, and then it goes. It It goes for like five to ten. Yeah, and and like with the uh, uh, the standard junior as well, that was gone for a while, and then it came back in like the custom shop, and you're like. That yeah, you, we, you're completely missing the point of the juniors and the the whole point of the juniors they're the
2: cheap throw around guitars we don't want to spend four grand on one
0: absolutely they don't but need I'll throw to be like, quid at one. don't need to be like beautiful uh, like uh, um, immaculate finished like thick um, thick nitro finish yeah. uh, high gloss it's it's not about that it's like thrashy kind, a, kind of yeah not, not not not
2: throwaway instrument, but like around instrument. Like they, you're not going to buy one of those and shred on it, or try and play like intricate bluesy jazz fusion. Like they they're a rock a rock instrument. Like the the they're a loud bridge pickup on full in your face
0: kind of. That's that's what everybody knows the junior as. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Gary Moore was thrashing one around in uh, in Thin Lizzy at one point. Um, when I think of like the the standard junior, I think of uh, Leslie West from uh, from Mountain, um, and and people like that. Like it is it is a uh, it's no bells and whistles. It is just straight up rock machine.
2: Yeah, it like it to me. Like the I I think of pop punk and punk and kind of just like. Three chord kind of upbeat, heavy, or not even heavy, just
0: like aggressive. Yeah, kind yeah. Of I mean, you take take um Tom DeLong from Blink. like yeah. his his signature strat was, uh, like a, a single Duncan Invader in a yeah. in a strat. So it's, it takes a very similar.
2: Yeah, uh, and then Billy Joe Armstrong from Green Day again. Yeah, so, like, th- that's the kind of thing I think of when I think SG Jr. or yeah. Les Paul Jr. Yeah, fair call. I, I also, I'm like, it, I think of that kind of music, like, I know this is going to sound offensive to people who like that, and I still listen to bits of, bits of that type of music, but I think of that as, like, teenage angst music. I don't yeah. know if that's going to offend a lot of people, but, like, at the same time, that was their audience at the time, like, Blink-182, Green Day... All of that kind of stuff was kind of aimed at the teenager, and everybody else just kind of went along with it
3: yeah
0: yeah yeah uh, it it's the 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 tool for that soundtrack of that generation isn't it i suppose yeah um yeah so i think I think those are two pretty uh pretty solid examples of stuff that would would really do well i mean I'm just looking at my guitar rack and that that Vox over there would be a brilliant one as a as a reissue as well. Yeah. are absolutely fantastic. But it's that it's a, it's in a similar um similar style as the the juniors as well, isn't it? Yeah. So I think some, something like that and the, the cabineters as well um because as you say like the they come out in like little flashes of inspiration from the custom shop and people love them. Yeah, people go crazy for them and
2: like, I know if you really want one you can get a Gretsch and kind of get part of the way there but they're not, it's not the same, just yeah I don't understand why Fender just don't do a Cabernet in their standard line or like you say, Gibson do a fucking a normal priced SG Junior and Les Paul Junior and a double cut Les Paul Junior because there's a bloody market out there for it
0: Oh yeah, especially over the last couple of years as well. Yeah. The those those kind of stripped back guitars have um have really um really come into into the forefront. Um if we were going to if we were going to talk about reinventing the junior um we've had like we've talked about the like single cut, like Les Paul style, the double cut and the SG style ones. We've we've chatted about the fact that there have been single pickup strats which are kind of like the junior equivalent of the strat and yeah. the Esquire for the for the tele. If we were to reimagine the the junior but couldn't lean on those those body shapes, what would you what would you suggest would be the next the next I- junior? in in my opinion jazzmaster i think a jazzmaster
2: with a single humbucker with a um, tunematic bridge on it and just yeah it, uh, t- to me that would be the next logical step or or jaguar jaguar or jazzmaster i don't care on the scale length particularly i think probably realistically more people go for it with a shorter jaguar scale length because it's a similar body shape but it's the short scale length yeah,
0: slightly easier to play, then isn't it? I mean, you've
2: got yeah, and it's attention. like it's more in line with like a, a Les Paul or SG, yeah. which is kind of what you initially think of as a junior. Um, and I, I think that'd be a banging instrument if they could throw one of them out at four or five hundred
0: quid. You know, they actually did, um, kind of, uh, probably about ten years ago. It was the Modern Player, I think it was called, um, Modern Player Jazzmaster, where it was like. Flat finish, um, like matte, uh, translucent. Like it was like a uh, like a worn brown color, um, and they it was two P nineties, um, yeah. but with a tunomatic bridge. And I thought that was an absolutely banging looking instrument. Yeah. Uh, and I was surprised that they didn't kick off. I think if they were released now, they would Big. be flying off the shelves. Yeah, absolutely. But I I agree. Do that in a do that in a single pickup version. I was thinking, lot like maybe like Firebirds or something, but I think you've, I think you've hit the nail on the head with the. Gem yeah, well, or... like
2: the first thing that I tried to think of was like Explorer, and I was like, no, that's too big. They're too, they're too cumbersome. Like, as as much as I love the look of the Explorer, they're a pain in the ass. There's a reason I got rid of mine. Like, I I loved it to death, but they're just a pain in the backside. Um, they're just too big, too cumbersome. Like this, the case for them is bigger than a fucking base case because of the distance between the headstock and the pointy bit, yeah. the like, the bit behind your right shoulder that's supposed to, like, normally that's where your arm goes over, but no, on an Explorer, it's off past your right shoulder and just disappearing off into the distance. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. as much as I love them, yeah, it, I don't think that's going to work. Yeah. I think you're right, I think a Firebird would work, but for me, like, the the, the Jaguar or the... the um, Jazz master, whichever one you want to go for. Like I say, I'd probably go the shorter scale length, but like you could get away with doing it as a normal scale length as well.
0: Yeah, I think like I say, I think you've you've nailed it. Um, the uh, th- like thinking back onto the the Firebirds, uh, they did a Bonamassa single pickup. They did uh, the eight
2: hundred quid Epiphone.
0: Yeah, and that that was pretty cool, but it 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 was. Flashy as well when it? it it was like gloss finish, yeah. Guard it was on too there flash, and...
2: too flashy and yeah, they had Bonamassa's name on it and <laughs> yeah, eight hundred quid and yeah, talking about signature guitars again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually, that's probably a one up one up there for stupidest signature guitars was an eight hundred quid Epiphone with a single pickup in it.
0: Yeah, it's like it it had potential, didn't it? Like if they would have bought that, it was a like four hundred quid, junior style Firebird. That would have been banging. Yeah, but no. Right, uh, to to round us off because we we are this is a this is a special this week for for whatever reason. <laughs> it is a special. Um, we've got like a little kind of uh, a little quiz based on uh, guitars that aren't about anywhere. So it's like guitars that either have been discontinued or were like one offs. So I'm going to give you the like the, Excellent. the name of the guitar. <laughs> you're I'm going to I'm gonna
2: come across as a fraud here who knows absolutely nothing about anything. Um,
0: uh, I've I've thrown in a couple that I I liked from from back in the day, uh, and there's some that that are pretty obvious. But we'll we'll see how you get on anyway. Um, uh, this is just for kind of kudos, internet points, and again, <laughs> like if you're playing along with this, um, putting. Put in on the uh, on the fret Talk podcast group, um, like what you what you got, and if if this was well fucking hard, <laughs> because it could be, I don't know. Right, so, uh, I'm I'm gonna start the from the bottom upwards, and I'm gonna go that way. Right, so Roswell Roads, the Roswell Roads, I, I
1: um. Gonna say it's an Epiphone.
0: It's not an Epiphone. It's so, well, uh, It's it's quite close, right? So think about the 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 Rhodes Randy Rhodes V. That's that's bought uh, by by Jackson these days, isn't it? Like the kind of the offset V. Yeah. At the same time that he was uh, coming up with that that shape. He came up with an almost, um, you know, the the Gibson Star Trek logo <laughs> V, the modern yeah. V. It was very similar to that, and it was called the the Roswell Rhodes. V. Right. Okay. Uh, so that was that one was Jackson. Um, right. Next one, Corvus. The Corvus. It sounds like a Fender, so I'm going to say Fender. I uh, so this one's a Gibson. I want you to I want you to Google a couple of these. Because the Corvus is an absolutely horrible, horrible so, instrument. Gibson Corvus. Yeah, Gibson Corvus. C O R V U S. Just, I want your reaction on this. In fact, I'll I'll Google it as well because it's been a while since I've seen it. Uh, what the fucking hell is that? So describe it to our listeners, please, Matthew. Um, it's a guitar with some bits missing.
2: <laughs> like. The bottom half almost kind of looks like a guitar. Like It doesn't have a bottom horn, but it has a bit that would sit on your knee and then bit where the control panel would go. And it comes up and round like a Les Paul would until it reaches in line with the bridge, at which point it just yeets in towards the bridge for no apparent reason. Not, not at 90 degrees, though, at like 75 degrees towards the top of the bridge. Then it comes back out, so it's like an offset V, sort of. Like... <laughs> <laughs> um, and then that's where the that's where the fucking the 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 back end like strap lock
0: strap bit is. And then it just comes around and it's really flat. It's just weird. So I'm I'm gonna describe it here as uh those weird can openers that you get that are like um Yeah. yeah. The like the really old school ones that are like the manual ones yeah. that you have to like nip along like a like a crocodile. Yeah, so it's 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 very similar in shape to that, isn't it? Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's it's fucked up. That's that's horrendous. Yeah. While we're here, check the check the the Roswell roads as well because it's um you you'll get you'll you'll get why I said it was what it is. Ros. Okay. Yeah. It does look exactly
2: like the uh, the Star Trek logo.
0: Yeah. Modern or whatever
2: they called it, the modern
0: V. Yeah, the yeah. Right, so next one, uh,
1: cyclone. I, I, you see,
2: now I'm questioning myself because I feel like I've heard Fender Cyclone before, but now I'm questioning, like,
0: yep, go with you gut it is the Fender so, Cyclone. Yeah, it is,
2: yeah. I'm, I'm almost certain I've heard of the Fender Cyclone before.
0: Beautiful, beautiful. Right, we're on a roll. We're on a roll. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go top one now. This is this is batshit crazy. This is batshit crazy. Uh so whilst whilst I tell you this one, whilst you're guessing, just just type it in, don't don't press enter just yet. The Angel Classic V. Angel Classic V.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, well I
2: knowing their obsession. With angels and the fact that they made those guitars carved, like those angel carved guitars,
0: I'm going for ESP. You are right. Check this one out. Like, click on that that Google link. Okay, well, so I'm going to describe this. It's not this giving
2: one. me the right guitars.
0: I'm going to I'm it's going to describe me this one Angel for the, Lopez guitars. Here I'm we go. Right. So it's it's oh like- oh wow. Oh no, I have got it. Yeah. No, oh it's a, wow. It's like a mini flying V but being played by like a little cherub. Yeah, wow. <laughs> it is fucking mental. That is the way that a custom shop should work. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, like their mental stuff is just it's it they don't do custom shop like Fender or Gibson. They just go, let's make something
0: fucking insane. And and we salute you, ESP. Absolutely. (laughs) And whatever drugs you are on. (laughs) Oh, dear. Right, so the quad guitar is our next one. The quad guitar. Like, in my head, it's like a
2: Kiss-type thing, and in my head, the guy from Kiss plays an Ibanez, and I don't know if that's true or not, but I'm going to say Ibanez. No, the guy
0: guy from... It's the, the
2: Purple Shatter guitar, not an Ibanez.
0: Oh yeah, co- yeah, of course he does. Yeah, uh, Paul Stanley. I was I, I'm, for whatever reason, my mind goes directly to the the guitar role, not not Paul Stanley's role. Um, yeah.
2: Oh no, I get I get why, but like that's the like when I think of that kind of music, yeah. like it's it's clearly going to be some show off glam r- rock of some sort. Kiss are the glam rock of all glam rock bands. And Paul Stanley is the one I know the name of. In case,
0: <laughs> yeah. So, the the quad guitar was made for Michelangelo Batio or Batio. Um, so it's gonna be a Dean. So yeah, I'm gonna give you points for that. the The current one is made by the Dean Custom Shop because uh, MAB has got like affiliations with Dean. However, yeah. the the original quad guitar was uh so it had um it had the name Ritz on the headstock but it was it was the concept was uh was brought about by um Wayne Charvel
2: okay so basically Charvel yeah yeah before like, it was Charvel
0: yeah like so Charvel and Jackson you probably would have got like extra bonus points for that um but yeah so really weird the original one the one that was uh like premiered in um in uh nitro's like one of nitro's videos um yeah. was stolen um it was stolen at a, at a show and not long ago i think it was two thousand and ten or something like that um two parts of the guitar were returned to him so, oh dear because it's it's it weren't like a full guitar it was it was built in segments so the yeah. top two were like seven strings and the bottom two were six strings and they were removable and I think as far as I'm aware the bottom the the, the two seven strings were returned um but yeah so the uh the current ones the the MAB like uh quad uh, quad guitars, which I think are like solid, uh, solid guitars now. Uh, yeah, they are made by Dean, so kudos on that one. I like. I, I remember. I
2: vaguely remember seeing him with those stupid pointy Dean
0: headstocks. Yeah. Like, so like yeah. Yeah. That's wh- That's where Dean came from. Yeah, and you, absolutely. Your your memory serves you well. So, uh, we've done the Cyclone, we've done the Corvus, we've done the Roswell, we've done the Angel, we've done the Quad Guitar. Um, th- okay, there are, th- there are three left, and we're going to do it in a weird order. Okay, so, uh, the Jet King.
2: Jet King? The Jet King. I don't know if that's there to throw me off, because Gretsch do the duo Jet.
0: So surely they do the jet kick. I'm going to say Gretsch. Nope. <laughs> uh Excellent. good, like legitimately like detective style reasoning there, but but no, um, not even <laughs> not even close. Not even like Gretsch inspired. I'd understand if it was like, uh, yeah, this is pointing at the Gretsch. No, it's not. It's a, it's an offset guitar. Um in in the style of a jazz master but made by Ibanez. Okay. Uh, and they were absolutely awesome. They looked amazing. Um and they were discontinued and I'm sad because I didn't appreciate them when they were around and now I, I now I want You can one.
2: buy one for $733 plus postage.
0: Yeah, they weren't that new. <laughs> <laughs> they were kind of Lower mid tier Ibanez, they were like three, four hundred quid. Oh, here we go,
2: four hundred and forty quid. Yeah, still. Oh bit. no, that's a base. That's a base one. Yeah, you don't want that.
0: Yeah, so they 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 came in like a couple of different revisions, and they had like humbucker ones with log like, actual log like, switches, but not like not like toggle switches, and actual almost like a like a mini light switch yeah. for, for like split, splitting the coils. Uh and they did P90 versions as well. And they were delicious. Um I thought it's probably worth putting that one in here because I <laughs> I want, <laughs> want one. one. <laughs> I want one. Um Okay, uh Rick Nielsen's five neck guitar. And so Rick ne- Rick Nielsen of uh cheap trick.
1: Yeah. Who's batshit insane enough to try and make a
0: five? Electric guitar. Um, the unless you know who who Rick Nielsen is uh, affiliated with, you wouldn't get this in a month for Sundays. I haven't got a clue. Right, so complete and utter stab in the dark. Then. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll give Think you. Of... I'll give you. This a USA company. Okay. Okay.
2: Now, now I'm gonna make a tit of myself saying a company that's not based in the US. I, like I can I it,
3: is he gonna he's, I'm just gonna
1: say
0: Gibson it's it's not Gibson it's Hamer okay I wouldn't have
2: guessed that in a month or so
0: yeah um, Hamer have done some some really weird stuff for him they've done uh, like it's a lot of garish garish finishes there's like checker checker pattern guitars and and whatnot um the 5 5 neck is generally if you know about cheap trick you know about the 5 neck um yeah i don't know anything about
2: cheap trick unfortunately
0: um yeah it's it's strange it's, it really is fucking strange um but yeah hamer just, just worth putting putting them in there and i've got a hamer over there the visa hamer ah so just a just a bit of trivia there on budget uh, pedal chap guitars. Um, right, the last one is the VTB or the V blade. VTB or V blade. Yeah, the VTB was the kind of the the serial for it. The um the the model it, will it, kind of name. Okay, was so V-blade. it's not Ibanez because that's only three letters.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I. I don't look at me like that, because now you're making me want to say <laughs> no. V blade, V blade, V blade, V blade. It's a very like Dean or Jackson or Charvel
1: name.
0: Yeah, it's so. it's it's very much of that era, like the two thousands. <laughs>
2: So it is. It's it's going to be one of those three companies or Ibanez then, isn't it? Possibly. But it's it can't be Ibanez. Like it. It's, it doesn't have seventy three thousand letters in it and numbers and
0: color. Well, if you think about color codes, uh, and... think about Ibanez's uh, naming strategy. It's usually like RG number 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 number, and then like um, finger code, like the the color code color code at the end, yeah like the fireman is the uh the FRM I think FRM 100 then like I okay so you you can't rule it out but then like <laughs> <laughs> like ESP is like EC 1100 or like the it, yeah see
2: yeah i i'm i'm what was like Dean Gretchen Charveld is those brands? there's there's another company that I'm thinking of that I can't think of what the company is. And if it's that company, I'm gonna get really angry with myself. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else made that kind of like?
0: Oh, it doesn't even come. Oh, up. Is it, with... is it? Is it, it Schechter? I'm gonna guess Schechter. <laughs> it's not Schechter though. It's it. It was Ibanez. Oh,
2: it was Ibanez. Oh, fuck's
0: sake! Yeah, yeah. Go- like Google it; you'll you'll understand it. So, so like, Ibanez VTB VTB. Yeah. Um, I don't even know if the. Oh yeah, there we go. Like the second second one down, VTB seven hundred. There you go. And uh, that pretty much explains it. So these were. Uh, they were around for like two or three years, and they, as far as I'm aware, they got like a cease and desist from Jackson because it's really, really close to the King V. It just King looks v. like a
2: Jackson V. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, like the 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 King V. Yeah. Um, it like it's slightly different because it's got like the, the points uh, uh slightly thick, and then they spike in. Yeah. Um, and obviously it's got the, the Ibanez headstock and again like this was a guitar that way back when i was lusting over going i want I like Ibanez i want a flying V this seems ideal um and yeah like Ibanez have they 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 they've really tried at some points haven't they they've they've, they've put, out, put out some some instruments they really have
2: I mean, I I don't know why you lusted after this honker junk, but steady on now. (laughs) Like aesthetically, it's not horrendous, but it's got a wizard neck, and and it's it's H like I mean I don't know what you wanted with it. It's HH,
0: yeah. Like back then, I was a I was a little metalhead when I play play rock and metal. Uh, So yeah, it made complete and utter sense. Uh, yeah,
2: I, I guess I like it's not for like it's not a guitar for me. It would have been like as a teenager, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Like, I I feel that that segment uh, like partly got into the psyche of like seventeen year old me. <laughs> like, yes. Uh Yeah. L- let us know if if you were aware of any of those those weird, uh, weird kind of. Hidden gems, yeah. Um, and strange, strange custom shop jobbies. Uh,
2: I, I worked out where I'd heard the cyclone before. Was it the Fender Cyclone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that was either in a parallel universe or what was there one they did last year that wasn't parallel universe, like the Look, alternate, alternate reality. reality.
0: I'm pretty sure they threw one of them in there. You're right. Actually, I think it's this year's one as well. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> That is a so I think I think that's where the Fender Cyclone was in my head from. <laughs> that is a faux par and a half, that, isn't it? <laughs> right. This this has been an absolute monster cast. So I think we should probably wrap it. Yeah, um, we probably should because we we shouldn't have done we shouldn't have done the two news segments. If I'm honest, <laughs> but say Levy. Right before we before we do you get what you paid for. Well that's it. A uh, lot. we've got a new unless new patron unless unless you're a Patreon subscriber, in which case you get much more than you bargained for. There you go. You you have funded this extra <laughs> pretty much hour of podcasting us today. Uh so big shout out to them. Um we've got Adam Yeomans of Chev Effects, we've got uh, An- uh Andrew Bimpson, we've got Doug Christ of Thirty Seven Effects, we've got Joseph Richardson of Joseph Richardson Music and of a band. I can't remember them. Sorry. uh we have got. Ah, um, oh, who, who do who do we have next? Oh, is it it's huge erection, huge erection, <laughs> um, of uh, hilarious fame. Uh, we've got <laughs> <laughs> we've got Mister Ben Fletcher of Fletcher Pickups, and we've got Brian Gower of the Tone Jerks podcast. Uh, if you want to be one of those people who are helping this podcast be, gooder then go on um patreon.com slash and you can chuck us a book or chuck us two if that's your thing.
2: Um yeah. just on that, like I'm not sure whether Hugh like I I spent some time pretty much not listening to any podcasts at all and I've just started going through my backlog of tone jerk stuff, um which I was about thirty episodes behind, which is my bad and I'm very sorry, Brian. Um but I notice that they ha- have somebody in the vein of Mr. Hugh g Rection, and I wonder whether we got Hugh before they got Mike. Because they have a, a Mike Coxbig. <laughs> uh, <laughs> As that's... one of their patrons, and I just wonder whether which one was first. <laughs> it's, it's worth finding out, I'm sure. I'll, I'll, yeah, I might might have a, a little listen. Let's see. Try and work out, work out which one came first.
0: Huge direction the, or my cocks big. I'd I'd say the pretty pretty even pegging there. <laughs> um, yeah. Pe- so pegging's a whole different thing, mate. <laughs> so I mean, if if anyone wants to do that leg work for us and and wade through the back catalogues, that'd be that'd be wonderful. Um, and again, we keep mentioning the podcast group, so we are in Facebook groups. Uh, fret talk podcast. Where you can chat all things podcasty and just sh- generally share stuff. Uh, it's been a bit, um, a bit quiet recently. We've we've not had a vast amount in there. So show us your boards. I want to see some. I want to see some pedal boards. I want to take some inspiration to do like segments on stuff. Maybe look. I, I won't show you mine because it's fallen apart. <laughs> do it, Matt. Do it. Trigger people. <laughs>
2: Well, i'll take a photo on saturday when i set up or friday when i set up i don't know when i'm setting up
0: yeah time time just has no meaning at the moment absolutely not um so if you want to catch me online it is budget pedal chap at facebook at instagram at youtube uh which on youtube the home to the no talk all tone series um which hopefully by the time this is it will have uh, the Tate Effects Hot Coals. Um, fingers crossed, if I get my finger out and do that. Um, yeah. I, I hope so, because if not, then I'm breaking like a 59-week streak of putting out videos or something like that. Are you up to like 59 weeks, are you? Are you over a year now? Possibly. I oh, know it's less than that, isn't it? Uh, I, 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 to be fair, ten, it, it might not be too far off. I think it's 10 months. So that's like, what, 40-odd 40 40. weeks? Yeah. So yeah, not not far off. That was that was a, an estimation. But there you go. I don't want to. I don't want to break that streak. Uh, yet yeah, Matt, you are uh, you are online under the guise of eel underscore Matt Q. I I am on Twitch, Twitter, Twitter Instagram. Um, yeah, there,
2: there might be a YouTube channel called that too now, but I, there's nothing on there at the moment. Cool. Oh,
0: there yeah. might be stuff coming. I don't know. I haven't decided. <laughs> don't don't stress yourself. Like, <laughs> take it easy, Matt. Yeah, the, the
2: the channel exists anyway.
0: There you go. If you want to, if you want to be one of the the first people to get on board with that before it absolutely blows up, then <laughs> <laughs> then you can be part of that as well on YouTube. I well. Not gonna say what I was gonna say. It's Oh, oh dear, <laughs> I'm not. I'm
2: not gonna say it. Yes.
0: Yes. <laughs> um. I'm
2: not going yeah. to say anything about warehouses or parts oh. of the world.
0: Oh dear, that's yeah okay. Use of Matt and all that, you know. <laughs> Too soon, Matt. Too soon, right? Um, that's that's our podcast for the week, isn't it? So, Matt, what? How do we end this? How do we? How do we stop it? How do we stop recording? Uh, you, you, What's happening? You
2: point you point the microphone at me and say say bye, Matt. Hey, bye, Matt. I say bye, Matt. There we go. So, uh, and then it's Tarara bit.
0: That's it. for Tatty bye and Good Night. That's it. So, from from myself, <laughs> Mr Budget Pedal Chap. From Mr Matt Quine, Say bye, Matt. Bye, Matt. Hey, there we go. We got it. We got it in the end. It will be a Tatty bye and Good Night for this week. Bye. Bye. Oh, hey. It's such a long cast. So long. And we've, we've got to do a together.
2: I saw this advert in a window that said television for sale, one pound, volume stuck on full. I thought, I can't turn that down.
0: <laughs> that, that's it. Go on. We'll have that. That's a, that's a, that is a good, solid, wholesome joke.